Rolling. The fan-controlled football league is a new professional football league where teams no longer have a front office. Instead, fans control all the decisions, from drafting players to hiring coaches, calling plays. Your path to domination is just an app away. Guys, make sure you visit the website fcfl.io to learn more. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rockin' with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Trapped in the Closet of Fantasy Football Podcasts. My name is Christian Brito. Joining me, as always, is the one, the only, Dale DeMott. What's up, Dale? Yeah, hello, everybody. Episode 199, part one. Um, it's kind of fitting that we are doing part one and part two today as we are the trapped in the closets of fantasy football podcast. That wasn't on act. That was on accident that we did that, but we are doing a part one and a part two today. Tons of awesome information. We missed you guys. Haven't been around in a while dropping some dynasty episodes with our boys, uh, Steve Austin, uh, not Steve, no, Austin. Steve, <laughs> Steve Austin, Steve comma Austin comma John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Steve Austin, John. So they've been Steve dropping Austin. knowledge. And, <laughs> they've been dropping knowledge uh, for everybody. It's been awesome. And Stole Cold, Stone Cold us. Stunners, apparently, as well. <laughs> uh, Trapped in the Closet is going to be fun today. Uh, we, we're kicking around all summer, all offseason, things that we could do reoccurring. Uh, we're still going to do serials. We fucked up Mark Madness. And uh, well, didn't I do that, just said that going in, to it. that we were going to mess it up and not do it because you yeah. were running it, so... Yeah, but this time, this time we're going to stick to this. Absolutely, uh, we not. are doing uh, one part per episode. Every episode you hear us, we are going to give a great synopsis of each part of "Trapped in the Closet" by R. Kelly. Christian, for people who don't know what "Trapped in the Closet" is, can you tell them? Okay, okay, this is the best way that I can describe it because it's how R. Kelly described it. Okay, it's <laughs> a hip hopera. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. No? Does that not help? Okay. No, that's good. Right. So this is... Directed, produced, written, based on, starring him. The music is by him. Um, R. Kelly, yeah. back in 2005, came out with a 12-part series, which was a story told in a hip-hop, R&B-style song, okay? Mm-hmm. The story encompasses the life of Sylvester, right? And it was initially 12 parts. Then back in 2007, he dropped an additional set of chapters leading it up to 22 whole chapters which is what i have seen 22 chapters are trapped in the closet apparently and i did not know this dale he released back in 2012 another set called the big package all right bringing a whole nother 42 minutes of content chapters 23 through 33 that i have not seen so we got 33 Little music video snippets, 33 minute, minute, 33 videos, 91 minutes. It's basically a movie 
broken down into 33 music videos. That's what it is. Yeah. And then it's not really music. It's it's music and then it's hip hop story told. Yeah, there you okay. go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, we should have probably explained who we are and what we do first right. before we went into our Kelly chapter. Well, that's fine. So we are Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. But we've been doing this for 199 episodes. 199 episodes, not including the part ones and part twos. <laughs> All right. We are fantasy football with a twist. Hint of lime. Trapped in the closet fantasy. That's yeah, probably not the right much. way to that's gonna that's gonna yeah. bring up porn. Yeah. That's gonna bring up uh, a we, lot of gay porn if we put if you in trapped in the closet for, fantasy. If you're listening to us for the first time, I'm just gonna Google uh, that real quick. Get buckled in. This is a roller coaster here. Uh we're going to get to some fantasy stuff. And spe- the all season's a little eh, I mean, we get to what we can. Uh, now that the NFL draft is coming up, I hope that you guys are listening to try to get some more information because we're going to have some good stuff uh, talking about running backs this part and then wide receivers right after this. Um, so stay tuned. But uh, we're going to bring some fantasy insight, good knowledge. Christian, myself, and Armando, he's not here today, uh, brings you top of the line information along with our writers uh, and contributors. So uh, tons of content that we're pushing to you guys. Website is almost done. Don't go to it yet. Like, wait another week and then check out our website, eatsleepfantasy.com. Don't go to it yet. I mean, though. you can go to it, but go to it twice when it's done. Uh, people only do things once. Okay. And I feel like if they're going to do it once, just wait. I don't understand why I typed in Trapped in the Closet Fantasy and one of the pictures is two Miami <laughs> Dolphins players. That's interesting. Another picture is Queen's Delight, which I don't know what that is, but I'm going to click on it. So just keep going. Oh, okay. This is a bad idea. All right, guys, so basically what we're going to do in these two episodes, part one and part two here, we're going to go over 10 running backs uh, and 10 wide receivers. Now, for this part, for the running backs, we're just going to give you the 10 that you should probably know heading into the draft. If you're not super familiar or you want to know a little bit like who who are the guys' names I should really be looking out for, Christian and I have a list here uh, that will give you kind of just a brief uh, understanding of the guys who are going to be fantasy relevant. There's going to be tons of running backs coming out of this draft beyond these 10, uh, but we're going to give you some goodness here. Yeah. I ended up on some sort of website that describes the ever, the the need for porn addicts to have ever more increasing extremism of their porn and that hit home too much. And so I am clicking out and paying attention to our show. <laughs> yeah. Too many guys relate to that. Yeah. Dale watches uh, some weird shit. Yes. I've seen a search okay. history that he accidentally does with the Eat Sleep Fantasy login. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> that's good. That's awkward. <laughs> uh, I didn't think about that. It turned me on to new stuff, new stuff though, which is good. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, right. Hey, Let's get into some fantasy, man. Let's out. dive right in. All right. Yeah, let's dive just right in. Right to it. Right to it. No bullshit. We're just going to get right to it. But don't forget, Trapped in the Closet... Probably in about 25 minutes or so. So stay tuned. If you want to follow us on Twitter at EatSleepFF. Oh, yeah. Join the ten, join the 10,000 people that are following us on Twitter. If you're not doing That's it. That's not even a mistaken number. He's not even joking. No. Yeah. We hit, hit 10,000. And we didn't celebrate it because we're idiots. And um, I think I want to celebrate like 10,700 followers or something. I don't want to. Let's not do the 10,000. Let's just do like 20,000. Let's just move on, man. Yeah. Let's get into fantasy football. Okay. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, let's start from the top of the list. Everybody knows Saquon Barkley's name by now. If not, let's tell you a little bit about him. Guy from Penn State, 
he pretty much does it all, and he still has a lot to learn too with a you know NFL game. But just from what he knows right now, Saquon Barkley is going to be an immediate impact guy. I agree, one hundred percent. I mean, he is very ready to get right into it, and the running back position is pretty easy to do this, especially if you can pass block and. Uh, if you can do that, then you can pretty much play every down and get right into it and be an every down workhorse straight out of college. But Saquon Barkley is the guy in this draft that is just ready to dive in and be a super uber productive fantasy rookie. Sure. I think talent wise, he's up there, you know, with Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, right. He could maybe even have be better, but maybe not playing with as talented offensive line. But, you know, teams like the Browns or the Giants are going to utilize him as an every down back um, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, had a very impressive combine to go with, you know, pretty much everything else that looked uh, looked great in college. So, you know, he had that 4-4-40, a ridiculous vertical for a guy that's 230 pounds. He's... He was a beast. Twenty nine bench reps. Nothing wrong with his uh, with his combine at all. Right. And like you mentioned, Ezekiel Elliott is a great player player comparison for what Saquon Barkley could be in his rookie year. Sure. Yep. Uh, I'm really interested. I mean, I guess we could talk about this a little bit later. But what the Giants are going to end up doing? They need a running back, and if they get somebody like Barkley, um, this. It, he could be the main, not only a every down back, but be the main focus in this offense. So, right. It's, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with the jets and where Saquon Barkley goes. The Browns probably picking a quarterback pick one. So we'll see if Barkley slides down to the next couple picks. I think pick four for the Browns. We'll see. Right. There's a few landing spots. You want to go through them? Some places where I think he could land up. Sure. A lot of people are talking the Browns, right? right? I'm liking a couple of other landing spots inside this top 10. The Giants are a good one. And we'll see because they need to set up for their quarterback for the future. But if they want to win any games at all right now, Saquon Barkley's a great pick. The Jets, we don't really know what they're doing at their running back position right now because they seem to have a bunch of guys. But they could end up with Saquon Barkley. The Colts, I think, would be an amazing fit. They need a running back. And with the newly released C.J. Anderson, the Broncos mm-hmm. are a great, great fit. Yeah, Buccaneers yeah. are another name that's being thrown out there. And 49ers is a name that's being thrown out there as well. I don't really agree with that one as much. I think they found their answer with McKinnon. You and we're going to have a lot of talks about McKinnon leading up to McKinnon this is going to be I'm going to I'm going to be the highest ranker on McKinnon this year. Just going to throw that yeah. out there uh, without a doubt. Uh, not. I'm going to get him every single where possible. He's probably going to be my guy. Yeah. And I'm just reversing scripts on where I was with him last year because there's going to be every opportunity in the world for him to succeed. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. But I okay. disagree. Anyways. All right. Let's go to the next guy uh, from LSU, SEC school, of course, uh, Darius Geis. Not a huge pass catcher here, but get, can definitely carry the ball. Um, showing it right, showing it through his. <laughs> what his gave numbers. that away? Six and a half yards per carry, or his <laughs> three thousand yards in four in four hundred and seventy one attempts. Right, right, right. College stats are so ridiculous. Yeah, it is nuts. 
a good player comp for Geis. He's a big guy like Marshawn Lynch. Uh, again, if the Browns want to get a running back and they don't get Barkley somehow, if if they move back in the draft a little bit, they still want a running back. I think uh, the Browns are okay. The Giants, of course, pretty much the same teams that we just talked about with Barkley. Uh, Geis is is the guy. I won't go as high, but definitely in, in that same category right. of Browns, Giants, yeah. Colts kind of feel to him. Yeah, he's a guy that, you know, he could he could be a first round running back. Um, if I had to put money, I'd say he's probably going to end up in that early second round, which if the Browns are smart, which is a huge if to me, but if the Browns are smart, they don't take a guy at four. They wait to the second round and they hit a jackpot with a guy here like Geis. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I don't know what they do. I, I don't think they're the smartest team traditionally, but it seems like they've made some changes. But Darius Geis in the late first round, early second round is a great prospect. Another guy that's going to have fantasy impact in his rookie year in Darius Geis out of LSU. <clears throat> I like me I like me some uh some LSU product running backs. Yep. Our uh, our dynasty guy Steve, he likes Geis in the uh, in the first round for sure, so I uh, I'm going to side with him and say that I don't think Geis gets out of the second round with with the needs here for all the teams. Okay. okay. Let's talk about right. the next guy from San Diego State, Rashad Penny. Okay. I hear I hear uh, San Diego State uh I don't necessarily love uh some of the players that have come out of here but uh i do love some of the tape on penny and so rashad penny just going over his stats a little bit not a huge reception guy either okay but you still look at those 485 attempts 3600 yards seven and a half yards per carry 38 touchdowns he's he's like another david johnson out there is the player comparison mm-hmm. yep. that we have for him so <clears throat> this is a guy that, in my opinion, could potentially, I, I think he has a little bit more risk over him than, than maybe some of the other guys that we just mentioned. Yeah. But that's why he's not, you know, going in the, in the t- top 10 picks no. like you might see like a, Sa- a Saquon Barkley. No. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he'll be going later, but definitely somebody that you guys want to keep an eye on because he can be a, uh, a player that can impact a team. Especially late, you know, if, if you're looking at, you know, third day of the draft, second or third day of the draft, and somebody, you know, like the Lions pick him up, I think this could be interesting. Right. He's not a huge guy like some of the other guys. He's 5'11. He's, um, you know, I, I think he's an interesting prospect. I, I don't see him necessarily in the same, the same light as the other guys that we just mentioned, but. <clears throat> pretty good combine. I think that's what has really brought him up mm-hmm. in, in a lot of people's eyes. Um, I see a lot of people have him as kind of a uh, second round guy. I don't quite think he's going to go there unless there's a huge um, influx of uh, of running backs here. On my running back board, he's not even in the top five of guys that I would have for for this upcoming season. I think you got to go with Sonny Michelle over him, Nick Chubb over him, Kerryon Johnson's mm-hmm. probably over him, Ronald Jones out of USC. So he's probably pretty far down the list. Yes. I still think he might make an impact depending on where he lands. Yeah. That's that, that 
that's what I mean. I mean, if if he slides into that third day and somebody like the Lions pick him up, I think it, it could be interesting. I think right. I think that's where it gets okay. interesting when a needy team can get him late and still be able to to rally around him and, and build around him. Still, it'll be interesting. So, I mean, I think he's going to be a guy that you look at, and it just depends on where he lands. So, just going back to what what Dale kind of mentioned before the show, these are guys. These are the running back rookies that are fantasy relevant for 2018. For me, Saquon Barkley, regardless of where he ends up, fantasy relevant for 2018. Darius Geis, regardless of where he ends up, fantasy relevant for 2018. Another guy that we're going to bring up in just a minute, Sonny Michelle, fantasy relevant regardless of where he ends up in 2018. When you start getting into the Rashad Pennies of the world, it just depends on where he gets drafted. If he's the guy that goes to... Um, the Colts, for example, and they don't really have anything to compete with him. Super fantasy relevant guy, probably going to be a top pick. But if he goes somewhere where he has to compete like the 49ers and he has to compete with Jerk McKinnon, I don't think it's as big of an impact. You get yep, me? Definitely. I get it. All right. Uh, I know you, you mentioned uh, Sony Michelle a couple of times, but let's talk about Nick Chubb. Uh, you just, all right, right. That threw me the fuck off. <laughs> I was like, that's, he's not next on our list. And then you went to the next guy on our list. Thanks, Dale. No problem. Uh, Nick Chubb, 5'10", 225 pound beast, uh, over 4,500. Oh, for, for, uh, last thing I want to say about, uh, about Penny, I think he's a, he's a third round guy. I don't know if I mentioned that, but okay. Yeah. Chubb. All right. Let's go back to Chubb. Uh, like I mentioned over six yards per carry over 44 touchdowns, uh, with Georgia, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs, right? Again, and this is a guy who will probably end up being drafted the second day of the NFL draft. But uh, this could be kind of a steal. I mean, like we kind of talked about earlier. I mean, this could be a, a nice little steal later on that could that could make an immediate impact. I think. Right. So Chubb is a guy that, and I think he is very pro ready. I think I look maybe I look a little bit too much into um, the competition that people played against in college and where they're coming out of, and maybe I have an SEC bias or a big conference bias. But I think Nick Chubb is another guy that is probably uh, pretty close to, if not up there with the the elite three. The elite three in my mind are Barkley and and, and guys who I already mentioned and Sonny Michelle. Those are the elite three. But I think Nick Chubb is right there with them almost, mm-hmm. all right? The only thing that's holding me back is that his workload was a little bit limited in college um, to no fault of his own, but it, he just had to, and I don't mean in, in college, I just mean in his last season, um, he had to hold back a little bit and and only had um, though that uh, 1,300 yards and... 15 touch, 15 touchdowns would be insane in, in, in the NFL, but compared to some of the other guys um, in, in his class, it's it's a little bit different. He did have to split the workload a little bit to no detriment of his own. It's just they, they're stacked at the running back position out there in Georgia. Sure. And he's he's not, you know, he's not going to be that every down back either. Um, okay. You know. Yeah, he's, he's a little bit smaller as well. We're talking about a 5'10 guy as opposed to... You know, six foot guy and Saquon Barkley, but most—I mean, he's a, he's still a good size. Um, I don't think he's small by any chance either. No. Uh, 
four five two forty. Um, we're talking about a, a guy who meets all the specifications. I think he could be a third down, a three down guy. I, I, I just think that because he lacks the the, pass, the receiving yeah, yeah, the, the, skill, yeah, the receiving skill, and he's okay. um, you know pass blocking. He's not very strong in, but okay. Yeah, I mean, and that that's the only thing I can you know that will probably hurt him going into the draft. That'll make him drop down into day two probably. Right. Okay. And so. I don't necessarily agree. I think that's something that he could learn. Kind of reminds me a little bit. And I, I know the player comp that we have is Sean Alexander for him, but kind of reminds me um, of his former teammate, Todd Gurley, actually, mm-hmm. where I think he could learn that skill. It just maybe might not be season one. Sure. So uh, he could be a guy if in the right situation could break out. Um, we could see him be, you know, one of the lead rookies this year. It just has to be the right situation. Right. right. He's a guy that I'm going to be buying in, in, in a lot of drafts, you know, even in, in standard redraft leagues, I'm going to be buying in a lot of Nick Chubb. Okay. Easy enough. Yep. The next guy on our list is Royce Freeman out of Oregon over 5,500 yards, 60 touchdowns rushing, not a big reception guy, four touchdowns, 79 receptions in his career at Oregon. A good player comp to him would be somebody like Jonathan Stewart. What do you know about? Royce Freeman. He's a guy that's probably going to be a middle, maybe even late round of the draft guy that you're just hoping ends up in the right situation. Yeah. Uh, first couple of years in college, he was a workhorse, you know, suffered a leg injury, didn't look quite right in his junior year, came back his senior year, looked pretty damn good again. Again, a guy who Really didn't catch the ball a ton, especially not in his senior year, only 14 receptions. But as far as being that first and second down guy, um, looked really good, especially his first two years, and then finally in his senior year again. I think that injury and him not performing well coming back from injury kind of scared a little bit of people off. Probably talking about like a fifth round type of running back. We'll see where he ends up. Might You know, anywhere between the third round and fifth round, I could see him going, you know, fourth or fifth round is where I would probably project him at. Got to see where he ends up in terms of fantasy, where which team he actually goes to. Um, I think some good fits for him, again, would be a team like the Colts or the Lions, maybe even the Seahawks, who like to try to maybe put their chips in on a late round guy or a middle round guy. I could see them drafting a guy like Royce Freeman. Yeah, yeah. And he's a guy, he's going to end up in the late second, early third round, probably. Um, so we'll see where that all kind of lands and who's moving up or back to to secure somebody like uh, like Freeman. I like him. I You know, he doesn't have, he's not super fast, um, but he's, he's an overall pretty good running back. So uh, he just doesn't have that big breakaway speed. And if he's not fast in college, he's not going to be fast in the NFL. So we'll see where it okay. ends up. All right. Not everybody has to be fast, man. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, to be an NFL running back, you got to get away from those guys, and you got to be fast. Okay. Is that good analysis? That is good analysis. <laughs> All right. Sony Michelle. All right. Here's a. Uh, you want to hear something really ridiculous? We just went over Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about his teammate. Sure. How did Georgia not? Uh, never mind. Anyways, let's talk about his his stick. Oh my God, his teammate. Mm-hmm. Nick, uh, Sonny Michelle. Mm-hmm. All right. This guy, this guy is going to either be a late first rounder 
or an early second rounder. I think he sneaks into the first yeah, round somewhere. All right. I think he sneaks into the first round somewhere. He ends up being drafted by an actually good team. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh and we see Sonny Michelle have an extremely productive rookie season and maybe even be the best fantasy rookie in twenty eighteen. I can see that very much happening. The only knock on him that I have is that his 40 time wasn't superb, right? He ran a 4-5-4-40. Whatever. Okay. But this guy is a beast. Mm -hmm. He can do it all. Great pass catcher. Okay. He can catch the ball. He can make an impact in year one. He is, I think, he could be this year's Kamara, this year's Kareem Hunt. He can do everything right off the bat. So what are teams in, in 2018 looking for their running back to do? Everything. They want them to pass block. They want them to catch the ball. They want them to run between the tackles. They want them to run outside. That's what you get when you draft Sonny Michelle. So he's a guy that I, I put up there with Saquon Barkley, and I think you're going to get him at a discounted rate from Saquon Barkley. So Probably. That's that's what I see in Sonny Michelle. I think you if you draft him, you're getting the same type of production, you know, a whole round later. What say what happens if he goes to a team like the Raiders? Let's just play let's just play it out here. Okay. So the Raiders have two uh older washed up guys. <laughs> he and he <laughs> this is what happens. The entire offseason they say he's not number 1 on the depth chart. And when the season comes around and actually starts, he's the guy that gets all the carries. And by the end of the season, he's, you know, top five in rushing. (laughs) That's what happens if he goes to a team like the Raiders. And that's in this is where it kind of gets, you know, if if a good player like Michelle goes to the Raiders, it kind of muddies the waters a little bit. Right. It's not as clear cut as a team like the Giants or maybe even the Colts. I know the Colts have some good talent there, too, but. The Raiders, teams like the Raiders and the 49ers, like you mentioned with McKinnon there, it just, it muddies it up a little bit and you just hate to see, you just hate to see that, you know, where it's such a good talent won't make that immediate impact that we were hoping for, for fantasy football. Do you think the, the 49ers actually spend a draft pick on another running back? Yeah, I do. It's hard. I mean, are you really going to put your future in Jarek McKinnon? I can see them spending a draft pick on a running back, but I I don't think it's going to be they're spending a pick on a Nick Chubb or or uh, you know even even a guy like Carryon Johnson or Ronald Jones. I I think they're the type of team that maybe goes later, you know, fifth sixth round, fourth fifth, fourth through sixth round on a guy like Royce Freeman, like we mentioned, or maybe like a guy like uh, it's not on our list, but Mark Walton from from the University of Miami, somebody like that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's gonna get, it's gonna be interesting, and that's why we don't do. Uh, we have some early rankings right now on Fantasy Pros because we are expert rankers on Fantasy Pros now. Um, right, part of the expert expert consensus. Okay. But uh, after the draft, back to back top twenty five finishes and a top ten finish in there. But you know whatever. After the draft, that's when we really start putting together everything. Right now, it's kind of hypothetical. It's hard to gauge. It, there's just going to be so much movement, so stay tuned. You're not even doing the drops anymore, right? You're not even putting the suck in my own dick drop? Whatever, man. No, not for you. Because you suck okay. your own dick all the time. All the time. Yes. So I'm not gonna... If I was more flexible, man. <laughs> all right. Uh, another round two guy here, Carry on Johnson. 
I know mm. I know our dynasty guys talked a lot about Carryon Johnson a couple weeks ago. I like him, and they kind of convinced me. Uh, this is I mean, his name is Carry On. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. I know what song. I just can't. I can't sing it because I don't know it. Carry on my way. Uh, right, 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 right. I was thinking more. I mean. Carry on something, Johnson. What's his middle name? What's his middle name? Carry on Johnson is Carry on Johnson. Please be something that fits in that two syllables. Carry on Johnson. Carry on. Oh, they don't even have his middle name. Carry on Johnson. American football running back. Come on, carry on. Please have a middle name. On Johnson. No. He doesn't have a middle name. He must not. Oh, well. All right. Carryon Johnson, this is another bullshit. running back out of the SEC. That's kind of interesting, right? No, because I can't do his name with the song. <laughs> so Carryon Johnson's pretty, uh, pretty legit here. Okay, so you, want, I'm, I'm guessing you want me to talk about Carryon Johnson while I'm trying to yes. find his thing. Yes. All right, this is a round two or three guy. Okay, he didn't, he didn't do as great during the forty, just like, uh, just like I mentioned with uh, Sonny Michelle. But he's a guy that I think could make an immediate impact. Probably has to do a little bit again with maybe my SEC bias, but we've seen good running backs come from the SEC over and over and over again. Uh, he was in a workhorse for Auburn in, in uh, for the last two seasons, and I just think that he can he can make an immediate impact, just like some of these other guys. Um, it's a guy that also showed that he can catch the ball. Well, he didn't run a lot of, uh, you know, out routes or anything, but he, he was, he was effective enough in the receiving game showed good hands. I think that he can, he can be productive in that. I don't, I don't think he's, you know, a guy that you're going to line up wide and, and run like an Alvin Kamara or anything like that. But I think he can be a productive enough in that role. Okay. And, uh, I think he could fit with a lot of teams. He's um he could he can mix it up. He can go between the tackles. He can go outside. I, I think Carryon Johnson can make an immediate impact and and be relevant. Where is he gonna go? Yet to be seen. But I, I can see him being a guy. Here's what's gonna end up happening with him, and I think this is really what's gonna happen. He's gonna end up going for a t- going to a team, and he's probably gonna be a backup for a year or two. Mm-hmm. So that's what I realistically see what's going to happen with him because he's not going to be he's going to be a, a late second round or early third round guy. You, you have to see where he's going to end up. But if he goes to like the Steelers and backs up Love Bell, then you're kind of screwed for a couple of years. Right. Yep. So I'm going to play a little game with you, but we have three more running backs to go. I'm going to go through the running backs really quick, and we're just going to do a quick rank them. Uh, I don't know. We we okay. probably need like a segment name, but like uh, we'll 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 figure something out. But right now, let's talk about Rojo Arnold Jones at a USC. Mm-hmm. I this guy, I have him inside my top five. What at the running back position? What top five of the rookie running backs? Yeah, yeah, he's number five. Okay, okay. you Fair just enough. said rank okay. him. Okay, no, I'm not asking you to rank him yet. Jeez, that's going to be a game oh, later I'm on. Sorry, <laughs> you just said rank him. <sighs> no, I said we're going to rank him later. This guy's the next Jamal Charles has just said it. <laughs> he has uh he has the ability to No, you know who he is? He is the next Shady McCoy. Okay. 
He is the shiftiest. He's, uh, you know what? No, no, no. He is elusive. I guarantee this guy's going to have a good elusive rating. Elusive rating. <laughs> in the NFL. He's, uh, fuck, what's his name? He's the next Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis, yeah. This guy is shifty. If he doesn't break tackles and avoid tackles and score on some stupid plays, I, he's going to do that. We're still talking about Ronald Jones okay. Jr. Shifty right? Jones. Shifty Jones. Right. You could call him Shifty Jones. By the way, uh, why did some places write his name as Ronald Jones the second? Is the same thing as Ronald? Is the second the same as a junior? I don't know. But I, I call him junior. Is it up junior. to the person? What He's Ronald Jones. The second? RJ. RJ Jr. RJ's, RJ the second. Uh, look, he doesn't have too many weaknesses in his game going. I mean, the obvious stuff that rookies would have as far as weaknesses, you know, but uh, overall, he is a... One thing. He's a he's a legit running One back. thing you got to keep an eye on, on. This, this is the one and only thing, okay? He did pull his hamstring. If for any reason you sniff that he's still a little sore once it comes time to he's playing with a team... Just avoid avoid shifty guys with hamstring injuries. The only concern I have is him being hurt. That's it. I think he's going to be he's going to be a guy that somehow or another, even if he's not the starter, he's the type of guy that has that sort of David Johnson esque in his rookie season impact because he's gonna he's going to do it even if he's not getting the carries. That's why I said Jamal Charles because even if he gets 10 carries a game, we're going to see an impact, and he's going to demand more. Okay. Shifty Shifty Jones. Shifty Jones. Right. Ooh. Kind of like Shady McCoy, but Shifty Jones. You want to try to see if we can that's get that? Go- that's where I was going with it. That's what I was trying to Shifty do. Jones. I feel like I'm one step ahead of you. Shifty. Today. Shifty Jones. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> Look, there doesn't have to be theme music for everything we talk about. <laughs> but then, when we bring back up the name, right? So, like, when we bring up, next time we bring up Carrion Johnson and you actually care about playing drops again, carry on something, Johnson. <laughs> right? We can have that as his theme song when he scores, yeah. you know, 35 fantasy points in week three. That's true. And then Ronald Jones, when he scores four touchdowns in week five, I can be like, mm-hmm. shifty, shifty Jones. No? All right. Let's talk about Kalen Ballage. Hmm. I have no idea if that's how you pronounce his name. I just took a stab at it. Ballage, Ballage. I've I've only read his name. I did, you know. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I've never uh, look. Okay. I don't watch a lot of college football. I read. I read some. I don't watch a lot. Um. So I don't know about these Big names guy. until I actually. Here, here's what you need it to know about us, him. It took us a year to know how to say P Ryan's name. Yep. Okay. So. Stick with us. I know this is weird. Anyways. I'm going to say something that's going to sound weird. I worry about taller running backs. Yeah, you should. Unless they're, unless they're Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. But sometimes I'd, I'd worry about taller running backs more than I worry about shorter running backs. And so six foot two guy, I mean, Zeke six one, uh, six foot two guy, he's pretty fast for his size. And so... We're talking about a guy that, 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 you know, could make an impact, could be a bruiser guy, but 4.4 yards per carry in college doesn't impress me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the player comp for him is DeMarco Murray. Uh, if he ends up on a team where he could make an impact, he does catch the ball well. 
for, especially for a guy who's that big. All right, John Kelly is the last of the running backs we're going to talk about. John Kelly's probably a guy that's going to end up in the third round or later. This is uh, John Kelly, not the guy that, uh, not the guy that was uh, the Secretary of Homeland Security. Correct. This is John Kelly of Tennessee. Not the guy from the White House staff. Dude, I think. Let's see. We have out of these ten, we have one. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. We have five out of the ten players come from the SEC. That's impressive. All right. Where are some of the places you see John Kelly going besides the normal guys? I know we talked about the Raiders and all that stuff before. We talked about the Giants. Where are there, what other teams could you see getting John Kelly late? What what teams are looking maybe at a running back a little late? I think this is a kind of guy that ends up on a team that already has an established running back. Yeah. And he ends up being like a backup. Like I I wouldn't surpri- be surprised if I see him backing up Lev Bell backing up Todd Gurley or maybe, you know, competing for some carries from Kareem Hunt, competing for some carries from Alex Collins in the for the Ravens. Right. But I, I think he's going to be uh, a backup running back for, for at least his, you know, his right, rookie year. Right, right, Most of the, most of the uh, mocks that have John Kelly going, it's, it's teams like, like you just said. Um, Could he end up with the Eagles, for example, and maybe a Jai gets hurt and he has an sure. immediate fantasy sure, impact? Sure. You know, that could be a, a way that he right. goes. Uh, back up to Derrick Henry. We'll see how he does with right. the full load. So <laughs> full stuff load. like that. <laughs> um, your mic does sound a little bit different. We are we just did the ten running backs, right? Um, we are going to do ten wide receivers in the next part, one ninety nine part right. two. Okay. I want to I want to talk about trapped in the closet before we leave. Though. All right, let's do it. All right. Do you want to do a synopsis? I I, I think what we need to do, even if you've seen trapped in the closet, why don't you play along with us? Okay, we're going to do all thirty three chapters. I mean. After you hear our synopsis... There's a good 11 chapters here I've never seen. Exactly. So after every episode, we're going to give you a synopsis, and I want you to watch them with us. I, I And I'm going to watch every single one, and so we can talk about them. Rewatch. Yeah. You're going to rewatch yeah, every re-watch single one. Rewatch them, yep. I mean, these things came out in 2005, 2007, right. but the first few. I kind of forget like the little details, so it's going to be fun. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah. So, okay, Dale, tell us a little bit about what happens? R. Kelly is Sylvester. Yes. Go. Sylvester is the main the main character here. He wakes up in a bed with a woman who is not his wife. As he prepares to leave, the woman tells him that her husband is coming up the stairs and tells Sylvester to hide in the closet. Hence the name trapped in the closet, right? Oh, snap. The, closet, the couple begins making love when Sylvester's cell phone rings, prompting oh, the husband snap. to investigate. Also, uh, also just... Uh... Can you please pause for dramatic effects? Yeah. Like, come on. The woman who was just cheating with Sylvester, mm-hmm. like her husband gets there, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Sylvester's hiding in the closet and the man's cell phone rings. Yep. It rings. Yep. Can you imagine? All right. Mm-hmm. You're sleeping with some girl. You didn't know she had a husband. All of a sudden he comes upstairs and your phone rings when you're hiding. Yep. All right, keep going. So what happens? The the husband searches everywhere, and he slowly approaches the closet. But guess what? We won't know until chapter two what happens. But here's a hint that he's starting to open the closet. 
So we're going to have to pay attention to chapter two. I have a feeling chapter two, he is going to find this guy in the closet. All right. And I mean, you're not going to mention that Sylvester has a gun on him. He pulls out the gun. Yeah. He says it's a Beretta, but it's not a Beretta, actually. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> Sylvester pulls out a Beretta. Yep. He's just waiting for the closet door to be open. He's got a gun ready in his hand. Is he going to shoot the guy as soon as he opens the door? I, I don't know. Look, we'll find out. What would you do? You're you're in, trapped in the closet. By the way, this whole thing is called Trapped in the Closet, and he's literally trapped in the closet just for one out of the 33 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's not. you got to think of a name that encompasses everything, not just the first five minutes. <laughs> Well, I guess yeah. most movies are kind of like that, right? Like Taken. Well, no, because he's they're Taken the entire time. Right. I can't think of another movie that screwed up a uh, title as much as Trapped in the Closet did. Home Alone? No, because he's home alone the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Anyways. Hold on, man. The Godfather? He's only one character, and he's not even the main character. <laughs> he's not in every scene. That's true. Yeah. So you, There you go. <laughs> All right, so uh, everybody watching or listening to us, not watching, you can't watch us right now, watch chapter- Fight Club. There's almost no fighting in Fight Club. There, uh, you're, well, it's about- Very uh, misleading. Yeah, about half of it is actually about the actual Fight Club. The other half- The Notebook. There's no Notebook in The Notebook. Like, there's, there's almost no Notebook in that movie. That's true. You don't really see The Notebook until the very end. You're wondering why it's called The Notebook the entire time, aren't you? No, I haven't seen that movie in a while. I'm not really sure. I take that back. Casablanca. Where's the White House? Never seen it. <laughs> that was a really bad joke for anybody that understood that. <laughs> uh, I, look, you are missing. Everybody knows what Casablanca means. Like, just because you're Spanish doesn't mean that you have inside information. Yeah, but I said, where's the White House? Like, come on. I get it. I get it. All right. So, guys, watch chapter one. Let us know. Uh, let us know what you think if you haven't seen it. Even if you have seen it, um, let's watch it together. It's like uh, we're in a big movie theater with all of you. I think it's going to be fun. Chapter two, I can't wait to talk about chapter two because things get real. Forrest Gump, on the other hand, very well-named movie because the whole movie involves Forrest Gump. That's Yeah, that's a good that's a good title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See you. There you go. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, uh, until next time, folks, don't forget, watch chapter one of Trapped in the Closet. Uh, the crazy stuff's going to happen. I mean, I kind of want you want to give a spoiler. Can I give a spoiler? No, I can't give a spoiler. But it's going to be Just, crazy. I mean, what I feel is going to happen are people are going to watch episode one. Then they're going to be hooked. They're going to watch episode two and three. I have a feeling. Look, I'm just telling gonna you. Give a little, a little. Okay, just say one one little sneak peek of, of episode okay, two. Okay, listen. So we already told you Sylvester has a pistol in his hand. The next okay. episode, the pistol in his hand is going to mean something next episode because something could really happen bad. But don't forget, Sylvester has a gun. Oh, I took over the music box again. It's my song. Okay. What is the music box today? Can I, can you, can you give me a second? <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is why I do it. <laughs> I sent it to you and you didn't, man, can you cut this? No, you're not going to cut this. No, absolutely not. I don't have it ready, man. Okay. It's in our, it's in our email. <laughs> Jesus we talk to the guy. This is bad. And I don't even know the passwords to our emails because <laughs> it's like we have a different password for every fucking the wrong password, of course. What is it? Is it, is it with a – it's contact. Does that one is the one that ends with the symbol? Yes, I believe so. Man, can you just do this part? Oh, here it is. Uh, Benga- Benzazi? Ben- yeah. Ba- Bazanji. Bazanji? Yeah. Bazanji. 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 Bazan. Yeah. Bazanji. Which one are you playing? 
Uh, I don't know the songs, but this next song is from Bizanji. And if you, you don't, don't know what song we're playing, dude, I don't. Fed up? This is your guy. I don't know. Okay, all right. So, following this episode, we are playing "Fed Up" by Bizanji. Bizanji. You could check him out. Just Google Bizanji, man. You got this. B a n b a z n g a. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Nobody's. Dear, can we mind. please re-record this? <laughs> no, absolutely not. This is great. B A Z A. I don't know it off the top of my head. B A Z A N J I. That's right. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. For Christian Brito, my name is Dale. Thanks for putting up with us today. We're happy to be back, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Oh my God! I forgot how dope this song was. Can't sleep at night, so I just keep writing. I don't need no help, I don't need opinions, so don't waste my time then. I just been living online, my city don't show me no love, and that's fine. Fuck local radio stations, I got more plays than all of these rappers combined. I'm going, I'm going again, I've been going in, I'm fed up with so many things, I gotta just let it all out. I'm talking about the shit they've been talking about, telling me I should do this, telling me I should do that, telling me, telling me things about rap, talking the truth and that stabbing my back, they will knock me off track. No, no, too many things have been building, been hard to deal with, I just been drinking. Remember my moves in the past, I'm wondering what was I thinking. Lately I'm living in fear, wondering what if the end is so near All of this shit going on, the shootings are strong One shot to the head and I'm gone, I'm losing control but I can't let it go Cause I'm trying to get more and I've been in the moment I've been in the zone and I'm moving alone I don't pick up the phone when my family call I've been doing it wrong and I don't know what's happening Trying to get what I've just been imagining Getting close and I've just been examining All of the fake shit the game has been packaging I've been keeping real, I've been doing what I feel I've been out here trying to kill every beat I know I will Everything I'm working on Where most of the people are so close-minded They go into school and they work in a job But they don't even like it I won't be put in a box Nobody telling me what I should rock Nobody telling me what I should drop Cause I do what I want and just know I don't stop Recording till four in the morning They snoring, I'm pouring my soul into every story I'm writing, producing, I mix it, I master I'm building my craft and I'm not looking back I've been going doing things I wanna do when I want to Everybody wanna get a win, but they not do Everybody wanna copy you, but they not you Everybody wanna be cool, but they not new Whoa, look how I go Gonna be a dentist, I still got the flow Never gonna lose cause I'm still doing both Never go lose cause I've been on the road Come to your state and I'm killing the show Know that I'm young and I still gotta grow Know that I'm working the most No, I'm never gonna choke And I'm looking back down on the people below I've been keeping real I've been doing what I feel I've been out here trying to kill